You're listening to All the Backlist, a weekly show about books that are not new. I'm your host, Liberty Hardy, and I'm a little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. This is episode 49, and today I'm going to talk about a few great titles related to the week's new releases and more. So hello, happy Friday, or whatever day you're listening to this, if it happens not to be a Friday, happy day. Uh, Episode 49, I think it's like my one year anniversary for this show in a couple weeks, which would make sense. Um, And so on this, the 49th time I've done it, I will finally clear up that thing at the beginning in case you've ever wondered why I say I'm little in the middle, but I've got much backlist. It is indeed a play on the Sir Mix-a-Lot song, Little in the Middle, but she got much back. Um, I know it's been keeping you awake at night and you've not, you know, written to me to ask because you, you just wanted to, you know, try and figure it out for yourself. So if you've always wondered, that is where it comes from. Uh, and so now not talking about Sir Mix-a-Lot, I want to remind you that you can win a $500 gift card to the bookstore of your choice. Book Riot is giving away a $500 gift certificate to any bookstore that you choose. If you win, you just go to bookriot.com slash bookstore 500 to enter. You do that by June 21st, which, wow, it's already June 8th now. This is crazy. This month is going by so fast. Um, you could do that and win and then tell us all about all the great books that you picked up. I also want to let you know that this episode is brought to you by Book Riot's Own Recommended, a podcast where we talk to interesting people about the books they love. Each 20-minute episode features two interviews with guests from the book world, each discussing an all-time favorite book. Whether it's a best-selling author, an editor from behind the scenes, or an industry insider, they've all got a book to recommend. Season 1 is available in full, and Season 2 is airing right now. Past guests include National Book Foundation Executive Director Lisa Lucas, Salam Reads Editor Zareen Jaffrey, and authors including Attica Locke, Lee Bardugo, Jasmine Ward, Alexander Chi, James McBride, Joe Hill, Tessa Dare, and more. As one listener said, hearing the authors give such passionate book recommendations makes me want to read them all. The only competition is the recommended books. Find out what books you have shaped the lives and careers of some of your favorite authors. You can subscribe to Recommended on Apple Podcasts or on the podcatcher of your choice. And so now, today's theme... Uh, it's June, we're doing another round of Riotgrams here at Book Riot. If you're not familiar with Riotgrams, it's like uh, photo challenges involving book-related things. Um, The hashtag is indeed Riotgrams when people are participating on Instagram and on Litzy and on social media of their choice. And it's like day five, you take a picture of, say, like a stack of red books or, you know, your favorite books with animals on the cover or a photo of how many books you can fit in your mouth. Um, which I might have just made up. Um, But today, when I'm recording this, it is day six, and the challenge is photos of duologies, trilogies, and more. And these are, like, really, like, like open to interpretation. You can decide, you know, to do whatever you want. Um, And so I was thinking that it was kind of relevant because, well, the other day, when I say the other day, like, it was just a few days. A couple weeks ago, I was talking about the Tensorate series by J.Y. Yang uh, here on the show, which I love so much, and the third one's coming out this summer. But also yesterday, because of course you know when I'm recording this, um, yesterday the final book in Rachel Cusk's Outline trilogy came out. Uh, I don't want to spoil the other books for you, but I'll tell you a little bit about the first one. It's about a novelist teaching creative writing over the summer in Athens. It takes place in ten parts uh, during different uh, times that she's experiencing in her life. Uh, Rachel Cusk's writing is sparse and so, so sharp, and the... Last two books are Transit and Kudos, which is what came out on Tuesday. So good. Um, There are far, far fewer literary fiction books 
that are duologies, trilogies, or even have sequels, uh, as opposed to, like, other genres like sci-fi, fantasy, and mystery. And I wonder why that is, like, if there's a reason for it. Um, I would love to read something great about it. If you know of an article or an explanation, please send it my way. Um, but this one is so, so fantastic. That is Rachel Cusk's Outline Trilogy. Uh, you may have also seen the trailer for The Passage. It's going, the Passage by Justin Cronin is going to be a Fox TV show with Zach from Saved by the Bell with a beard. Um, and The Passage, love that book, set in the future where there's this sort of virus going around, taking people out, and a group of prisoners are selected to be injected with the antidote, and it kind of makes them into these, like, monsters that are known as the Twelve, as well as people outside are fighting these vampire-like monsters who are feeding on the world. Um, it's There's a lot of military involvement. There's It goes all over the United States, all over the country, different settings. Um, it's so fantastic. I It's so, like, it's epic. Each book is huge, and it's long. And, like, the second book jumps 100 years from when the First one's, like, cut off, and I actually, I am not in the majority here. Um, while I love the passage, I actually loved the second book best, which not everyone shares that opinion, but I did. Um, there was just, like, the biggest line at BEA to get the first one when it came out. I remember waiting forever. Uh, and I'll probably check out the show, um, you know, just to see what it's like when it comes out. So that's The Passage by Justin Cronin. Uh, a couple of series that I've not read that I really need to read. They're at the top of my list. A couple of trilogies. Um, the first would be The Three-Body Problem by Susie Leo. Uh, it's translated by Ken Leo. And it's about... The first one, from what I understand, as I haven't read them, uh, it, the first one is about China's cultural... Something takes place during China's cultural revolution, an event that sort of shapes the future of mankind. And then it goes on to, like, decades into the future where there's, like, mysterious online games and virtual worlds. I believe the first one won several awards. Um, I know that many people love them, so that is, like, high on my list. I, of course, own all of them because I <laughs> own everything, but I have not read them. The same can be said for the All Souls trilogy by Deborah Harkness, which starts off with Discovery of Witches, but if I understand correctly, also includes vampires and werewolves. Uh, and is set, uh, there's a book set in that universe called Time's Convert that is coming in the fall, but is not part of the trilogy. Uh, but there's going to be a television show. So that is the other trilogy at the top of my list to read. Um, I know so, so many people love them. Uh, if you like historical fiction, I highly recommend the Codename Verity series. Codename Verity, and then the second one is Rose Under Fire by Elizabeth Wayne. It's so fantastic. Set during World War II. It's about women pilots. She heavily researched uh, women pilots during World War II. Wrote this amazing book. It's about one woman who is captured by the Nazis, uh, and they are trying to save her. Um, and not only is it just so great because it's about women and women in war and women in World War II by about queer women and their relationships. Uh, her writing reminded me a lot of Kate Atkinson, and the subject is so hard-hitting, and the books are devastating and just so good, and they're about friendship and love, and they're so fantastic, and I cried a lot. I just love them. 
So that is the Codename Verity series. There is the third book in Yoon Hali's Machineries of Empire series called Revenant Gun coming out next week. Uh, I've read the first book, which is called Nine Fox Gambit. I'm sure I must have mentioned it here before. It's so fantastic. About a captain who is decides to rely on the help of a long-dead, uh, known-to-be psychotic historical general. Uh, he, she's going to ask him, and like his memory, not him, he's not still alive, uh, to help her win a battle. And these books are so great. I didn't get to the second one yet, though. I should do that. Um, before the third one comes out, which would be next week. Um, but highly, highly recommend it. The Nine Fox Gambit and that series. Or I should say the first book. Well, I, I know what I'm talking about. Um, and so for Dealer's Choice this week, speaking of trilogies and duologies and series, uh, The Bone Season by Samantha Shannon, this like amazing, strange, completely unique story with like ghosts and weird things happening and um, it's got three books, I think, so far. Bone Season, Mime Order, something, song, oh, I should have written it down. Um, anyway, I love this series. I believe she's planning on having seven of them, or she had, she was when it was originally, uh, mentioned. Um, she has a new book coming out in February of 2019 called The Priory of the Orange Tree, which I started reading at three o'clock this morning when I couldn't sleep. Uh, it is a 900-page fantasy novel, not part of the Bone Season trilogy, or series, I should say, um, about a woman who is leading the fight to save the world from dragons. There's going to be a big fight between the humans and the dragons. Uh, and I started reading it, like, at 3 o'clock this morning, and so far I'm loving it. It's, it's great, but, again, 900 pages, which, like, I don't know about you, but I get excited about huge books. Like, I've, I've, it makes me feel smarter, even though the size of a book has nothing to do with the context at all or, you know, your intelligence level. It just, I personally feel smarter when I have a giant book. And this one, huge. So that, again, is called The Priory of the Orange Tree. And speaking of not being very smart, I did, I did look up what Priory was because I thought I had an idea and I was correct, but I wasn't sure. But if you don't know what priory means, it is a small monastery or nunnery that is governed by a prior or a prioress, or also known as a religious house, abbey, or cloister. So that is the Priory of the Orange Tree by Samantha Shannon. And I'm going to stop talking because I have been awake for 48 hours and I'm starting to babble and I need to get some more reading done before I take a nap. So... You are all awesome, and thank you once again for joining me today, and thank you to Recommended for sponsoring the show. You can subscribe to Recommended on Apple Podcasts or the podcatcher of your choice. Check that out now. You can find a list of the books I mentioned today in the show notes by visiting bookriot.com slash allthebooks. If you're a fan of all the books and you want to give us a treat, you can leave a rating or review on Apple Podcasts. It helps other book lovers to find us. And if you want to talk about books or see pictures of my books or my cats or my woodchucks, it's woodchuck season in my yard now, you can find me on Twitter at Miss Liberty, on Litzy under Liberty, and on Instagram at Friends and Comes Alive. I'll be back on Tuesday with Jen Norlington to tell you about the week's great new releases, probably including Revenant Gun. So have a great weekend, kittens, and happy reading. Happy reading.